Welcome to Conservation Unfiltered, presented by Conserve the Wild, your destination for an unfiltered look at conservation. Now let's get wild. Welcome back, welcome back to another episode of the Conservation Unfiltered podcast. This is episode number 26, Story Time, Success During Archery Season. Today, Talon's going to join me to recount the successes we had during archery season. We're also going to talk about how we plan to use the meat, and also what we're going to be doing the rest of the hunting season. It's a long one, but a good one. Join us in celebrating our punch tags. Hey everyone, I just wanted to give you a quick heads up about today's episode. In today's episode, I will be sharing successful hunting stories at Conserve the Wild. We support conservation as defined by the North American Model of Conservation. This model supports conservation decisions based on sound scientific research. One of the seven basic principles of this model dictates the opportunity of hunting for all people. When hunting is required by sound scientific management to sustain wildlife, we support it to help manage people's expectations of wildlife in any given area. We understand that hunting is not a fitting hobby for everyone. However, we also believe that hunting is an integral part of American society and provides for clean, ethically sourced food. From time to time, we'll provide our platform to people, including ourselves, to share their hunting experiences. This is one of those times. So you want to talk about successful hunts? Love talking about successful hunts. All right, well, (laughs) why don't you start us off with your successful hunt, because... It was the first one. It was first. Yeah. Was that the first one in the group? Yeah. Yeah, you were. As far as I know. Yeah. Unless Wally got one. Not that I know. Well, yeah, he got one the first day. But I meant Uh, like, I meant like on, on, on us. us, Yeah. No, you're, yeah, you're the first. Yeah. You're the first this year. Feels good. Yeah. Feels good to be back on top. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. On top. First out of the gate. (laughs) Yeah. First out of the gate. We'll put it that way. Yeah. I call it back on top, you know, whatever. Um, what, you just want to hear how it went down, I yeah, guess? Yeah, I want to hear... Well, my wife loves loves it because she told me to go hunting again. This is the third buck I've got on a night that my wife was like, yeah, go ahead, you need to go hunting tonight because you won't be able to this day, this day, and this day. Like a, a day I was not planning on hunting, she told me to go hunt, and I got a buck. Third time. That's That's awesome. I know. So now I. If I'm, she was smart, she would say that on the first day of the season. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I think she's kind of like picking up on it because she said it a couple of times throughout the season, you know, this year. Uh, and before the last two, she just said it like, you know, one time. And I, I went out and did it. Like the first one was back in like 14 before we were married. It was actually the weekend we got engaged. We were going to New York and we were leaving like first thing in the morning. And she go and it's Friday, it's raining. I'm like, I'm not going out. And she's like, No, you are going out hunting because I'm not driving to New York with you to listen to you complain about not hunting this weekend because we went to New York. It was for the marathon, which was like the first weekend in November, like prime time. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I don't want to hear you complain about not being out in the woods. You need to go out tonight. So finally, I got my rain gear on, went out, and five minutes later comes That's by good. and shot it was awesome so it was kind of like the same this was kind of like the same deal with that she did the two years ago was another time she did that it was a wednesday it was uh you know i just it was hot i think it was hot 
that's what it was. It was a little warmer, and I'm like, ah, it's too warm. I'm not. They're not going to be coming out in the field until late. I'm like, I'm not going to go. She's like, you better go. You're not going to go this bow. Fine. All right. Don't twist my arm or anything. Go out and shoot a buck. Same thing this time. We're at my parents' house because we're all over the place right now because we're building that house. Yeah. So we're living with her parents half the week, my parents half the week. So we get to my parents, and she gets home from work, and we're sitting there. And I'm like, what are you doing tonight? She's like, nothing. I already did all my – like, she works out every day. She's like, I already did it in the morning. I'm like, what do you want to do tonight? She's like, I just kind of want to relax. She's like, you should go hunting. I'm like, nah, we've been all over the place. Like, just with this move and selling the house, like, I would kind of like to relax just a little bit, you know, because it was a week after we sold our house. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just want to relax a little bit. She's like, no, because we – I forget where we were going that weekend. She's like, you're not hunting this weekend. I'm not listening to you again. It was like the same story. I'm not listening to you complain about not going out in the woods. So drag myself out into the woods, sit there. It was a nice night. It was a little bit warmer, but, uh, what, what date was that? Oh, geez. The date off the top of my head, 26th of October. Yeah. It was right before, it was right before Halloween, right before Halloween, 26th or 28th. Okay. It was the Tuesday before Halloween. So it must've been, I guess the 28th. But um, anyway, so I go out, and Halloween's like, at least around here, is like the unofficial kickoff for the rut, I yeah. always think. Yeah, you pretty know? close, yeah. Like, as soon as Halloween hits, like, I want to hit hunting hard. Right. Um, so it was getting close to Halloween. They're start, starting to see him chase. You know, you start seeing him hit on the road. Oh, yeah. So it's like, all right, maybe I'll just grunt and bleed a little bit, just to make a little noise to, you know, see what's going on. So I did on and off all night. And then the one time it was about a little bit before 6.30, I grunted, and I just heard him come, like, right as soon as I grunted, he started coming in from my left to right. I sit in, like, that finger between two fields, like I showed okay. you before when yep. we were yep. driving by it. And he's coming to my left to right, and I see him at the bottom edge of the one field. And then – but I didn't know it was a buck yet. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I had a good idea. Right. I grunted, and then right. I hear a but deer coming. Still, you know? yeah. So I, I'm stood up, and but my bow's hanging up. So I'm kind of like looking at him, trying to reach and grab my bow, and I get my bow. And by the time I get my bow and get hooked on, he's you know in view. I can see he's a legal buck, and that's all I need. <laughs> so I hunt in this creek bottom. There's a creek right by that tree, and like my tree is sitting over top of the creek. And the one two years ago, remember I shot it was in the creek. Yeah, yeah. And, but it was only like five yards from me in the creek. It was like a straight shot down. Well, I shot this one in the creek again too. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't five yards this time so he's coming my left to right and then this finger's only 60 70 yards wide of woods between two fields so he's in the top field he breaks down to my right and gets down in the creek the part that he went down in was really steep like i've never seen him cross there usually mm-hmm. they cross a little closer to me because uh, he was about 20 to 25 yards Usually they cross within 20 yards because the bank's lower. Right. Or they cross a little further out at like 45 and then break into the field behind me at like 20-something. So it's a pretty good setup regardless of where they go. Right. He like split the difference and then, boom, comes down into the creek at like 25-ish yards. But the bank's real steep. So when he got down in the creek, there was a tree, and I drew while he was behind the tree, but I couldn't see the vitals, so I was just waiting for him to jump up onto the – next bank and then i was going to shoot him when he got up on on top of the bank but he was standing there forever like thinking because the bank was 
easily over over top of his head. Okay. You know, this is and I've walked that like stalking deer before mm. because they've been by my stand before I've got in. Right. And I use that crick to get close to them, and I only shot one three or four years ago doing that. But in the banks, almost as tall as me. So instead of jumping up, he decided to look like he was going to go back where he came from. So he turned around. And now his head's, you know, facing back where he came from. Vitals still aren't showing. And then he takes two steps out. He's in the creek, and I'm, I'm good. Like, all right, here it is. He's 20-some yards, broadside, no problem. I get the pin. I rest it where it needs to be. And then I was telling you before, it's like a golf swing. I started to squeeze that trigger. He, then he decided to jump. So instead of, like, jumping up the way he was facing – he turned like back to where he was going to jump like over a log that was in the creek. Okay. He was going to jump up and then I think he was going to go up to where he was, but it was too late. Right. He turned to jump. Now his, he's facing dead away from me. I was already squeezing the trigger and gave him the old Texas heart shot. <laughs> now I didn't know. <laughs> I, I know. And that's not my first experience with the, te- the Texas heart shot, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's, I got to admit it, like, because I did yeah, it, you know, yeah. and, there, and there was nothing, like, there was nothing I could do. It it was already in motion, like, it was right. already happening. Right. Like, my brain already said, squeeze the trigger, and as I started, you know, pulling back on it, you know, because I don't, like, go crazy and, you know, yeah, you're not right yanking, away. like, yeah. you do, like, that soft, you right. Know, right. I was already going, and I couldn't mentally stop, and it just, it went as he was turning to jump, and I thought, I actually didn't think I, Texas heart shot him right away. I thought I got him, like, in the gut, and it, like, went up through his vitals because I couldn't tell on the angle. It happened so fast, right. I couldn't tell on the angle. Right. And, of course, this is the first year I'm using a Tacticam. I forget to turn a Tacticam <laughs> on, so I can't, like, go back and even watch where I hit it, you know. <laughs> so I'm just – I'm a mess, you know. And But I see him, like, walking away. So it looked – he acted like a gut shot. Like, it didn't – he didn't act like it was, like, meat just trying to run away. Right. He kind of acted like he was gut shot, which he ended up was a little bit because of the way it went up through. Right. So I backed out, and I let him sit for two and a half, almost three hours. Uh, so we didn't go back in until after 9 o'clock. And uh, he he died 45 yards from where I shot him. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's the that's bonus nice. about the Texas heart shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The- so what – so what was he? Was it six point? He was an eight. Eight point? Yeah, he okay. was an eight. Small brows. But okay. yeah, he was he's a good deer. Nice. He's a good deer. Yeah. Nice. Um just uh I've used the Tacticam before. Uh um, it, is yours the one that like screws into where your stabilizer would be on yeah, your Yeah, I got like the stabilizer holder yeah, for okay. it. Yeah. So I had tried using that and this was oh, probably seven or eight years ago. Um tried using the same deal and I actually missed one of the biggest bucks I've ever seen up at camp. With that rolling, I actually remembered to turn it on. So I was like, oh, I was like, how did I miss that? You know, couldn't find any blood. How did I miss that? So I went to watch the video back. Yeah. Well, you know, your bow doesn't stay perfectly straight whenever you shoot. Right. So I couldn't tell anyways. It was yeah. just this jumbled mess, and it was like, well, <laughs> I, that didn't really help me. <laughs> I know. I learned that lesson from my brother. My brother just – and I, he's probably going to be mad if he ever heard – well, he's – I don't know if he listens to this or not anyway, but he's going to be mad if I say it. He missed one last week, mm. and – it was the same thing. He remembered to turn it on. And when he shot, he like dropped his arm mm-hmm. instead of, so I'm thinking like, you know, if you really focus on trying to keep that on, it probably helps you shooting. Yeah. I, I know, think it, like, it focus to keep it. Yeah. Up there. It definitely helps. Um, it, with the one for mine, he just, he jumped the string. I mean, I shot over him. He 
chest hit the ground. You know, I mean, the, yeah. looking back on it, that's exactly what happened. But even that, I mean, it, I didn't drop my arm. It wasn't crazy, but just that bow, just there's so much vibration vibration in it that it just it looks real blurry. You're not getting the. Yeah. It's not. They're like, nice for a gun though. They, they work are. really well yeah. on a gun. Yeah. Um, my brother-in-law uses one on his shotgun for turkey season, and it yeah. it's pretty good. It's pretty oh, cool. that reminds me. I need to put it on my shotgun because I'm going turkey hunting this weekend. Well, there you go. So I got to get it on there. Get it on yeah. there. Well, that's good. Well, so how what was the season like before that? Did you see a lot of see a lot of deer? See a lot of bucks? Yeah, season was good. Was it was it? good. That was the first buck I saw all year, though. Oh, really? Yeah, but I was seeing a lot of deer. Like, I was seeing the same five doe every night, okay. you know, plus other random deer. But right. Like, you know, you get to know the deer mm. you see all the time. Right. And I saw the same five doe over, and it was a group of three and a group of two. Every night I was seeing them over and over at that stand. So I knew if I just toughed it out there, you know, because they were living there. They were right. bedding near it, you know, eating there. I mean, they did everything down there. Well, especially with the rut coming up. You know, yeah. The, so the bucks just, are going to start looking for it. Yep. So early in the season when I kept seeing them, kept seeing them, I ended up, like, just giving it, like, two weeks. I didn't go sit in that stand for a couple of weeks and just kind of, like, let it let it sit. And then that was the first time I'd been back in it and, you know, buck moves through. So Nice. Yeah. So the but, plan worked. But, you know, I don't know if <laughs> – I don't know if that was the good plan, but the plan worked. <laughs> so with the Texas hard shot, I got asked, do you shoot fixed blades? You said it like, you know, like really, that was like a really negative Texas tone in your voice shot. when you said that. Do you, like, the it unplanned. Was, it was kind of derogatory, I'm not going to lie. The unplanned Texas hard shot, did you, uh, do you use fixed blades or mechanical? I use Rage chisel tips. Okay. Yeah, and so. I mean. They deployed fine. Oh, yeah. Goes, okay. Yeah. Just they, that, deployed, that. they deployed fine, and okay. it was once I, I found, like, the first drop of blood, mm-hmm. it was, I mean, it, it was yeah. just, like, falling, somebody pouring it out. D- did you get a pass-through? I feel like that's a lot Mm-mm. of stuff. Yeah. No. The, my other Texas hard shot <laughs> that okay. I did in archery season, <laughs> it, hit a, it hit a branch. That one hit a branch. That okay. was maybe yeah. That was just a poor shot. I rushed it. I was like, all right, and it hit and ricocheted. That passed through. It passed through. Really? Yeah. That, that, that's just a lot of area, you know, yeah. a lot of resistance. Well, because, well, it, it wasn't like a total pass through, like, you know, like it passed through and stuck in the ground. Right. Like right. that one, it hit him and, and went like most of the way through. Like I couldn't see the fletching anymore. Okay. But then when he was running away, I could see it. And as he was running, it like worked itself out. Right. Type okay. Of pass yeah. through. Yeah. So. Huh. All right. It's lethal, man. Yeah. I mean, that's. <laughs> I mean, it's well known. It's, I mean, it's something that there's you, a name to it. It's yeah, got to be well I mean, known, it's well right? known. It, it it works. Yeah, um, but I either mean, way, it put me into the catbird seat. That's all I care about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it worked out. That uh, yeah. that's one of those moments like that. You know, not being able to predict what a wild animal is going to do. You yeah, know, and it moving like that. That's probably best case scenario. Right. Th- that could happen. Oh yeah, especially for having it die quick. Like I hate gut shooting them because you know they're laying there for yeah. like could be anywhere from two to six hours. You know, depending on how it plugs up or whatever. So I hate that. So I mean, it's better that. Yeah. Better for him. That definitely works out better. Yeah, because he ended up the way he went. So I lost. He was walking away, and I lost him behind all this thick stuff. So I didn't know if he bedded down there because I'm still thinking at this time I'm thinking it's a gut shot. Right. I didn't know if he bedded down there or or what. And right as that was happening. Right as I'm losing them and looking, those three doe that I always see come in, <laughs> the other two that I always see come in, and I'm like freaking out, like trying to, I'm trying to look for him. Like I don't even care about them anymore, but I should have, 
because I'm, I have my binoculars up. It's getting dark. It's hard to tell. I'm looking through all that thick stuff, and I'm trying to, like, move side to side, you know, to, like, get around trees right. to see if I can see them. Right. And they see me moving, so they mm-hmm. snort and run away. Now I'm like, I'm an idiot because – Might have spooked him. They, they might have made him run. Right. So I hear them snort, and I see three deer run up through – the next field but i can't tell if there's horn on any of them so right. is it the two or is it the three i i say now it's, i know it's the three looking back on it right because he right. was laying there dead right you know so they snorted now i'm thinking like because i didn't even see him at the time i'm thinking they snorted at him because he was laying there dead yeah because they took off from right. right where he was yeah you know so and that's where they come in I, I can never see them when they come that way because it's so thick so they were right on top of them you know hmm. Well, that's so. good. That's good. Congrats. Yeah. Thanks. That's Thanks. how many archery buck now for you? Um, oh, I didn't count before I came up here. Seven. Okay. I want to go with seven. No one knows. Yeah. No one knows. No one knows well, the right answer. True. So you say whatever number you want. Well, yeah, but I don't want it to be wrong. <laughs> you know? well, if I can say whatever number, thirty-two. Yeah. I, I don't know. No, I think it's seven. Seven. Because I think I was at I think I was at twelve total before. This okay. year, and I think I was even six and six. That's pretty good. You've and been on what, like 21, 22 years, something since like I that, was right? Twelve. I'm thirty four, so twenty two. Twenty two yeah. years. So that's that's pretty and good. Thirteen and twenty two yeah. years isn't too bad. No, that's pretty good. Yeah. Those college years really yeah that, crushed me because yeah. of football and like that. Right. Yeah, well, I the college years, you, you and me are the same boat. You know, coaching after that, you know, <sighs> know. coaching to you know takes a lot of that time away too. Yep. So yeah, no, that's pretty good. That's yeah. uh, pretty successful. <sighs> I'm mad about last year now though. Because I had eight in a row, <laughs> and then last year I didn't get one, and now I got one. All I wanted was ten. I just wanted to hit, like, ten in a row, and I think maybe, like, my viewpoint on stuff would have changed or something. I don't know. Like, wait for bigger ones. I, I wanted that ten in a row so bad. But what are you going to do? That's why it's hunting, not getting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so what are you going to do with that meat? Right now it's in the freezer. Okay. So Because I have no house. Right. Meaning I have no yeah. none of my processing stuff. It's all in storage. Nice. Um, so this is the first time I took it to a butcher in, boy, I don't even know, 15, 16 years, something okay. like that. Um, so usually I can everything. So that's the only way my wife will eat it. She likes to can. Okay. So it's like usually the exact I, opposite of my wife. <laughs> I, that's what she likes. So I'm not going to waste deer meat by doing it a different way. You know, maybe when Emmett, when he gets older, right. he likes eating it right. different ways. I'll start doing it, you know, different ways again. But right now I pretty much can all of it. Okay. So, but I took it to the butcher to have them do it because I can't process it right now. So what I had them do, which actually saves you money if you want to do it yourself and don't have the time to, uh, like, you know, hang it up or place right. it, hang it up and skin it, and you want to can it instead of having them, like, usually go, and people always get a basic cut, right? Right, right. Have them debone it. Yeah. So you usually it usually saves you, like, 20 bucks, you know? So if yeah. their cost to process a basic cut is 90 bucks, you're probably going to pay, like, 70 to just have them debone it. So that's right. what I had them do. And since I was taking it there, I'm like, I haven't had hot sticks made in a while. So <laughs> had some hot sticks made. Get a couple. Yeah, it was already there. 50 bucks in there. Yeah, I only did five pounds, so it wasn't oh, that's bad. That's not bad. Yeah, that's so it wasn't bad. But, you know, I figured, hey, I'm going to a processor. Why not get a couple of hot sticks? Yeah. And they were good. They were good. Gone the, already? Well, no. No. <laughs> I, had to, I had to hide it. My wife, she'll, uh, she'll eat those, too. Uh, yeah. So And everybody. I mean, right. everybody and yeah, there's no like, one that doesn't like them. them. Right. So I hit them, like, deep down in the freezer because our freezer's <laughs> at my in-laws, and my in-laws love the hot mm-hmm. sticks. So I had to, like, cover those up, you know. But 
everything's sitting up there deboned. I just need to find time to to can it. You know, being like I said, being at two places right now, it's crazy. Yeah, absolutely I can, crazy. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Let's hear you. Because oh, I saw you man. canned. I saw you canned yours. I did last night. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll Was get that the recipe I gave you? Yes. That's the boy. Yes. Oh, man. That's uh, the best. I'll get back to this later, but yeah. uh, a, a big change from last year, our first time trying to can, was yeah. last year we used a steam canner. This year I bought a pressure canner. Yes, yeah, So um, cut the canning time down from three and a half hours to an hour and 15-ish minutes. Yeah. So much better. I know. <laughs> I got well, home. plus whatever time it does to, like, depressurize. But right. That's yeah, nothing. but, I mean, I, I got home from my grandparents. We do it over there because my grandmother loves canning and all that stuff. So yeah. did it over there and got home. I got home at like 10 o'clock last night, whereas last year it was like 2 a.m. when I got home. Yeah. So that was <laughs> so much better. I know. Uh, so I guess I'll start with the quick story right at the beginning. Um, I took a rutcation this year. I know. So a nice rut vacation. Good for you. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> um, it was great. So three days off work. And uh, so since we can't hunt on Sundays yet. Yet. yet close. Close. We're almost there. Uh I hunted Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Um, Saturday morning, I only sat in the morning till about noon. Saw a ton of deer movement. You're talking, you know, that was what uh, the November second. So right. you're talking about that, you know, the rut sort of kicking off unofficially on Halloween. Yep. I mean, it was they the does weren't ready, but the bucks were chasing. Um, and I saw a lot. I mean, I saw a lot of bucks. I saw probably six or seven different bucks. It was it was cool. Uh, got out the pheasant hunt, uh, you know, take, going to North Dakota this year and taking the dogs. I got to get them work before we go out there. So my dad yeah. and I went pheasant hunting. Um, and then on Monday, went out in the morning, uh, same stand, uh, saw right next to our sanctuary, and um, saw a bunch of bucks again. I mean, probably close to nine different bucks in the morning. Um, most of them legal bucks, actually. And uh, at, I want to say it was about 830 from sort of behind me to my right, I see this deer, see legs coming, you know, through the little pine trees. So stand up, I'm ready, you know, all that stuff. And out steps this two-year-old six-point legal buck. I just couldn't, I, I my oh, goal was to shoot a three-year-old, I you know, know. three-year-old or older. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to let him go. He was at 30 yards. I still think you're like, crazy. I'm going to let him go. You know, <laughs> he was, he was a cool buck. He had uh, three up and no brow tines. Um, and then right after that, I saw another two-year-old six-point, this one, had brow tines. Uh, so there were two of them that I knew that were up there. And, uh, so it was a good morning. Went back to camp, um, to get my grandfather's truck packed up cause he was going home and, um, went back out in the afternoon and sat in a little bit different stand, um, and, you know, down low by our field. And I saw like three deer <laughs> and they were all doe. It was bad. I was, uh, I was not happy with that set, but you know, these things happen. And then uh, Tuesday rained all morning. So Monday morning, I actually, there we have a four, uh, a four by one on his left side. He has four points. Real nice four-year-old buck just has a spike on the one side. Now I, I was, That's cool. I really wanted to shoot him. Um, he actually walked 23 yards in front of my rifle stand that I have set up that I can also shoot archery out of. So I was kicking myself a little bit. So Tuesday morning, it's raining. I got a roof on that stand. I'm going there, you know, so Sat in there until about 
nine o'clock and I didn't see anything. Went back to camp to grab my clam, grab my climber and went up on our ridge. Um, bumped one buck, chasing a doe on the way in, and then uh, saw that uh, one of those six points again, uh, the other one this time, and passed on him at thirty four yards. Thirty four yards is a little further than I want to shoot, anyways. Yeah, well, I really don't want to get yeah, over thirty. I pass on thirty four. Um, that that four by one or a, the Tuesday afternoon walking in, I did see at a big distance. It's really nice eight point, very old buck. I would have shot anything under forty yards. I would have flung an arrow at him. I mean, he was he was worth taking a little bit of a risk for. So passed on that on that young guy, and uh, at, it did, didn't stop raining until two o'clock. Uh, or no, in, until three o'clock. So I sat in the rain from like ten thirty to three. I mean, I was I had rain gear on, but you know you still get wet. Yeah, you're you wet. Know, it's just yeah. it, it's getting underneath my hood, you know, blowing in my face. So I decided when it got dark, when I got down, I I knew a tree where I was seeing some deer running from one of the other stands we already have hung. That I wanted to put a, my climber on. I was like, you know, I'm going to try that. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go down and put the climber on it now, set it up so that all I have to do is climb and cut a couple branches on the way up just to make it easier in the morning. So I do that, go back to camp, wake up Wednesday morning, get up in that tree. Uh, it's pretty much literally, it, it is literally on the property line. Like that tree is the identifier for the property line for us and our neighbor. So the only real shooting lane I had was out in front of me to my right a little bit, but I was okay with that because it was pretty much the only place I have cover. You know, so we did that timber stand improvement a couple right. years ago, and we just don't have the cover on a lot of the trees. But I was happy. So I'm getting ready to pull my bow up, and all of a sudden I can hear something because it's just crazy crunchy. And it's walking towards me, like, from right out in front. So I just stopped, and it passed by roughly 20-ish yards to my right um, and then started circling behind me. At that point, a truck came down the road, and, you know, the headlights went through, flooded the whole forest. And I could tell, like, that's a big body. That's a buck. I don't know. What it is, but that's bucking. Look at my phone. Oh, six o'clock in the morning. You know, before light, it's like it came a half hour too early. You yeah. know, I'm like, well, I'm not getting down now. I mean, this, I still feel like it's a good spot. And uh, about six thirty, sitting there, half asleep. You know, trying to just relax until it gets light out. And I hear movement. I hear something walking in front of me again. So I stood up and grabbed my bow, thinking, hey, maybe it's a buck going to do the same route. And there's a small sparse pine tree in front of me so i can't see what it is but i can hear it i mean it sounds like he's 10 yards away but i know he's you know 100 yards away eventually he sort of works around that tree a little bit and i see him and there's a scrape under a big hemlock that he checked out didn't do anything with but he checked out and i looked and it was the uh we have a four by two that's been up there since end of september uh that i have on trail camera so i was like i know that's a three-year-old buck like he comes this way i'm i'm shooting him so i get my feet set and everything i'm ready to go he's coming right at me and at about 30 yards he starts breaking to my right a little bit and i'm like this is gonna happen yeah like, this is gonna happen all right okay so there's a little like maybe three foot pine tree that he walks behind with his head down he's smelling the whole way and uh so when he does that I start raising my bow a little bit, like I'm going to get ready to start drawing back, and all of a sudden he takes one more step and looks right at me. I'm like, seriously? Like He's looking at me? He's just looking, and we're staring at each other for what felt like hours, but yeah. you know, it, it was, prob like it was probably like three seconds. You know, He puts his head back down and starts smelling and slowly walking a little, so I draw back. 
And right before he got to where a branch was going to be in front of his vitals, I gave him the math to get him to stop because he wasn't going to stop on his own. I mean, I wanted him to. I always prefer that, but he wasn't going to, so he stopped. And I let it go, and did, he did something I've never seen ever. I mean, as soon as as soon as I shot, like I was like, yes, like that was a good shot. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a deer turn and run as fast as he did, as long as he did. Um, the route he took, I could see him running for a good 300 yards and he never slowed down once. And I was like, what the heck just happened? Yeah. You know, like I thought you had a good shot. I thought I had a great yeah. shot. Like he should have done the run fast for 50 yards and fall down or, you know, take a couple hops and then fall over. All right. So I get down out of the tree. I'm going to go check for first blood and I see it right there, but I don't see my arrow which I thought for sure I'd have a pass-through shot at what ended up being 23 yards. Like, I don't see it. I'm like, yeah, maybe it's in those ferns, dead ferns. I don't know. I'm like, well, I'm going to start sort of tracking them out. So I sort of start tracking them out. And he ended up, we have, you know, all those access roads for our side-by-side so we can do work up there. He's taking the access roads the entire way and going back towards camp. And I'm like, this is great. Yeah. Like, fall over right yeah, at camp. Yeah, fall over right at camp. <laughs> like, go all the way. I won't have to, you know, I won't have to do anything. This would be great. Um, and then I got about 450 yards in and we're going, I go up onto our bench that we have there, um, on our property on right off the ridge and the whole time, cause it's getting further and further and it's not great blood, but it's not, I mean, it's good blood. Like I right. felt confident, you know, and as I get up or I'm looking out in front of me just to make sure I don't, you know, don't say, you know, why keep looking at the ground for a hundred yards if you can see the deer piled up. And I see a deer, and it's looking at me. So I get my binoculars up, and I'm looking, and it's a buck staring right at me. I'm like, oh, crap. I'm like, all right, just back away slowly, you know. Don't just – I just back, literally walked backwards as slow as I could down off this bench, thinking that was him. I just need him to lay down there. So then I walked all the way around because the only way to get to camp is to go right past him or go all right. the way around the property. So I did that and uh, got undressed. You know, because I still felt confident that I got him. You know, I'm going to have to drag him. I don't need to have all these because it was cold. I don't need to have all these clothes on. Get undressed, wait about an hour, and went back out for last blood. And um, at that point where I stopped, he had kicked into, like, off the road and into a little patch of woods. And uh, it was only 50 yards. And there he was, laying there. And you could tell, like, he ran just until he couldn't run anymore. Yeah, ended up being another buck, huh? Yeah, it ended up being another buck following a doe, actually. um, Because I saw her sort of take a couple of jumps when I started backing up. So there's another buck up there. But I couldn't tell what he was because, you know, with the trees and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, it turned out that he was quartering to me a little bit more than I realized. I thought he was pretty much perfectly broadside, um, which – where the entrance hole was would have been a perfect shot. Right. But with him quartering two a little bit, it ended up being back a little bit more than I wanted. I mean, still double lung, no problem. Yeah. Um, still double lung. Yeah. He goes 500 yards. On double lung. The old you know, Texas just, heart shot right, dropped him in 40 45. Yards. Right. That, yeah. So I might have to look for that shot in the future. Um, but I didn't get a pass through. I actually found my arrow still in him. Just the fletching were, were the only thing yeah. left in him, which I was a little surprised. Um, but – I don't, know, I, I, I don't think my arrows are heavy enough. I don't think I have enough kinetic energy at the well, point of impact. You're shooting carbon. Carbon Express, yeah. yeah. I mean, all those are so light. They you are. Know, so It's not like the old aluminums. You right. Know, they're bringing more power. Right. But, so I'm going to – But you get to reuse them. You, you do get like to you reuse them. you shoot an aluminum arrow. Yeah, you're done. Like you're done. Yeah. So I'm going to look into maybe getting uh, – finding a way to make it a little bit heavier. 
um, just to give it a little more punch at the moment of impact. But I yeah. shoot Rage Hypodermics. Yeah. Cut, I cut through three ribs. That's what I mean. Those things you are. Know, I mean, it was yeah. unbelievable. It'd be nice to be uh, sponsored by Rage, but I love them. Like, uh, yeah, I I'm going to use them Rage. regardless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, love them. Anyone from Rage, you want to sponsor yeah. us? We'll gladly take that. But we're going to shoot your. Since I started shooting Rage, and knock on wood, I've got them all. Yeah. Uh, well, I've gotten all the ones I've hit with yeah. all the arrows I've shot yeah. at deer. But yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I have a couple misses in there, clean misses. Yeah. But, well, I'm not yeah. talking about misses. Like if I hit them. Yeah. If I hit them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're they're amazing. Um, so, uh, I've spent, as we talked right before we went live with this, I spent the last three days processing it. So that was Wednesday morning, uh, when I shot it, got sick. So called in sick to work Thursday and Friday. Um, but since I was at camp, I have nothing to process up there. Right. Um, which in hindsight, I should have brought my stuff with me, um, but yeah. I didn't think about that. Especially you guys have like all, you got <clears throat> everything hooked up. You could do it. There, yeah. You know? We, yeah, we have the room. I just didn't think about it. So I took mine to a processor up there too. And mm-hmm. that's all I did was get deboned. Um, they did grind up, uh, the, basically they ground the front shoulders and the miscellaneous meats that they take off. Right. Um, I get the full, um, back straps, um, they pack. They put the tenderloins in with that too, and then um, they gave me. They just boned out the back hams, so I spent Monday night vac sealing and freezing all the ground meat, and then spent Tuesday night uh, getting all the back straps and and the uh, the tenderloins uh, recipe ready. So I put dry rubs, different dry rubs on them. Mm-hmm. I put uh, some marinades in with them and back sealed them and put those in the freezer, in the freezer which took way longer than I expected. Yeah. Uh, I didn't expect it. I also don't have any help uh, with that. So, you know, going to take a little longer. But yep. uh, then spent uh, last night, uh, Wednesday night, canning all of them, which your recipe, uh, you know, just bouillon cubes in the bottom and uh, the meat and some purified water and, Yep. And let it go. And so we did, um, we got seven quarts. Uh, the reason why we stopped at seven quarts, because that's all the pressure canner would hold. Yeah. Uh, so I still have a small, a I, I have a small, well, no, I'm not, I'm not going to. I have a, a small roast left that I hadn't cut up yet. And then um, I probably have about a, not quite a full quart cubed that didn't fit in the cans that I'm going to vac seal and we'll use that for a stew. Right. Um, oh, I also got the neck roast. So I'm going to try neck roast this year. I've never done it. So I did two different dry rubs. Uh, one of them I left the bone in. The other one I cut the bone out. And then I uh, froze that that bone. Uh, so we're going to try to make our own sort of stock, venison stock, from that bone too. Right. So we'll see how that goes. Sounds but, good. Yeah, we're, we're trying to use a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, it sounds good. A whole good. lot of stuff, yeah. Use more of it. Yeah. There used to be a place. I don't know if, if places do this or not still. There used to be a place in town here. That you could take the like the rib cage to, and okay. he would smoke it for you. Really? Yeah. Huh. So I don't know if like you know places would do that. Yeah. Still, like you, if they, I mean, they'd have to obviously like you know cook and all have that the stuff facilities, and, yeah, and, all and that do stuff. all that. I, I don't. He's not there anymore. Huh. But you could take the rib cage and he'd smoke it for so you. I know my uh, my wife's uncle. He he's huge on deer ribs. Yeah. Um. So he makes his own. Like he smokes them and then he cooks them and everything and add, like. I just saw him uh, the other day, you know, four days after I shot that buck. And the first thing he said was, did you keep the ribs? Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I didn't. I no. took it to a processor. Oh, yeah. well, I can't believe you just threw it. I didn't throw the meat away. The processor cut it all out and threw it at the grind pal. I yeah. mean, it, you know, it is what it is, but um, he swears by him. He loves them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for some of these uh, pre, these recipe-ready backstraps that yeah. I have packaged up. Those of course, I did the smart thing, which I don't always do, but I did the smart thing. When I put the ground meat in the freezer, I took the ground meat I have left over from last season, which turns out is not nearly as much as I thought I had. Put it on I top. took it out, <laughs> put the new stuff in the bottom, and put the older st- so the stuff from last from year on 2008. top. 2008. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did the smart thing. Yeah. Um, so, And then since to finish my rotation, since I took a day and a half off work after that, since we had the afternoon off on Friday, yeah. that Friday, I uh, technically didn't have to be at work. Um, so I magically got better. And uh, my dad and I went pheasant hunting again. They went pheasant hunting Saturday morning. So yeah. in the cooler on the way home, I had a deer and five pheasants. Awesome. So that was pretty much the best weekend I could have had. Yeah, no kidding. Um, it, it helped with the fact that my uncle actually shot a buck that Friday, too, that Friday morning. Perfect. Uh, one of the six points I passed. So See, somebody's always going to shoot it. That's why I shoot what comes by. Someday he'll be on board with me. I, I'm. I am trying. You're probably closer to convincing him than you are convincing. Oh me. yeah, without a yeah. doubt. Um, he is. So we have five people basically that hunt out of our camp. Uh, my dad and I are both on board, hardcore. Uh, my dad even more so than me. Um, he's actually talking about if he sees that four by one, not shooting it yeah. because he wants to see what it looks like next year, yeah. which is in my mind crazy. But hey, whatever you want to yeah. do. Uh, my grandfather, I really don't. I guess we really can't lump him into that. I mean, he's he's put his years in. He can yeah, do whatever he, can he wants. She he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Um, my cousin doesn't really hunt a whole lot. She goes out literally like one, maybe two days a year. So, yeah. what whatever it is, what it is. My uncle, I I don't want to be preachy, um, but we do you know talk about it from time to time. And um, I think he he's real close. He's real close at this point uh, with his daughter. You know, my cousin, his daughter, going to college next year, and he'll obviously he'll have, have he'll have more time. Um, not that I don't think he's actually going to hunt anymore uh, because he really hunts on Saturdays now. But I think he's he's getting to be on board. Um, you know, I keep a lot. Of, I keep all the data, the harvest data. You know, so we I weighed my buck, um, which you know, with the rut and them going and everything, we're actually down a little bit in in weight. Um, Last year and this year, it was 125 pounds, which is a little less than what we've been shooting. Um, but uh, his buck was only 105 pounds. And it was like, well, 20-pound difference. Mm-hmm. And that's because he shot a two-year-old and I shot a three-year-old. Yep. You know, and, and so I think he's starting to come around a little bit in that aspect. Um, just because he, he, his whole deal is he hunts for the meat, which, I mean, I do too more than anything else. But, um, you know, 20 pounds is 20 pounds. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't weigh mine, but it was a two guy to get it in the truck deer. Was it? Which is good enough for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't have to worry about that. I had I had the side by side. Oh yeah. Um, I did almost fall on my butt getting it into the back of the side by side because we had that frost. Yeah. I didn't think about that. So when I'm standing slick. in the bed of the truck trying to pull them up, I actually, I mean, I I almost went down hard. Um, but then hanging them on the pole, I used the winch and a pulley. Yep. And getting them down from the uh, from the pole, I used the winch and the pulley literally right into the back of my truck. Yeah. It's so nice having that side by side. No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. All right. So, so what are you doing this weekend? This weekend, I am pheasant hunting in the morning. Yeah. Uh, Got to get those dogs ready, and then that'll be up at camp. And then I'm coming home. Yeah. Uh, I have a, a hunter 
trapper education class on Sunday. Ah, cool. So um, wake, I, I tried it once, waking up at camp and then coming home. Uh, like waking up at camp and going straight to class, that doesn't that doesn't work well. Yeah. So I'll leave sometime in the afternoon and and come home and and do that. And then the weekend after that, the weekend after everyone is listening to this, I'll be hunting bear for only the second time. Yeah. Yeah, you're going up and doing it. We're gonna go up and do it. Don't know how long we're gonna last. I don't know if I'm go going up, up but I don't know if I'm going up for bear. But yeah. my dad bought a bear license. This is his only shot. Yeah, this is only the second time he's ever bought a bear license. Yeah. So he's we're definitely going out. Yeah, so do it just um, like deer. You just wait for him. Yeah, we're we're gonna <laughs> do some walking. We'll probably walk yeah. and sit and walk and sit. And, a lot of people put on big drives, like the guys who do. Yeah. You know, like one of the guys I, we work with. The first one we went on was massive drives. My dad's boss up in Potter County, and it yeah. was twenty guys with posters and doing drives and yeah. i told him i'll never do that again yeah uh, that they put me in the middle of the mountain you know and yeah. falling well, you all over stripes, the place. right yeah i get that but i'm not doing it again yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this time it'll just be the two of us and we'll just sort of walk around a little bit together and sit yeah. whenever we want and walk when we feel cold and don't know if either of us really want to shoot a bear because that's going to cost us money but i have a feeling moment of truth comes yeah. comes along yeah, Someone's that's why I'm not going, because I, I would have to shoot a bear. If I saw a bear, I'd have to shoot right. it, and I can't afford to shoot a bear right now. I'm building a house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's the first recipe you're going to do with, with this buck you shot? Um, what do you think, do you think the be, first thing is that you're going to eat? Well, I already ate the hot sticks. Okay. So Let's go to the second thing. Okay. Um, depends on what my wife wants. Because okay. I, I can it all now. I can everything. So we usually either do like – We'll strain it and do, like, uh, deer steak and fries and cheese salad, you know, like Pittsburgh salad okay. style. Uh, or I'll turn it into a gravy and put it over top of potatoes or egg noodles or rice. So or like a beef stroganoff type deal. Yep. And yeah. Probably That's probably where we'll head with it because it'll be, by the time I get it canned, we're looking more toward winter. That's kind of like more of the winter. Like right. when we're eating canned meat in the summer, we're doing more like the steak salad, like lighter. Yeah. You know, in the winter we'll probably do the, do the uh, gravy over noodles. Nice. Yeah. I think my first one is uh, is going to be a garlic herb marinade. And it's just to grill it up. You know, there's some thyme, garlic, uh, some lemon juice, olive oil. Let that. I'm. It's frozen now, but I'll, once I thaw it, yeah. I'll let it sit for about a day or so, and then I'll just do a quick sear grill on the whole back strap. And I can't wait for that one. That That'll one's going to be good. That one's going to be good. I'm trying to shoot one more turkey this weekend to finish, to get enough to make it like this big batch of Ranella's breakfast sausage yeah. recipe. Yeah, that'd be good. So I'm going to try to track down a bird this weekend. Yeah. And it would be, actually, it would be the second, I guess that would be the second thing for me because we ate deer heart uh, on Saturday. How was that? How I've was never it? done it. You've never, never done it? No. Oh, so never good. Done it. Uh, so it was originally just mine. The My dad's friend that came up that's, sort of my friend he's he's big into it um so i i texted him and told him i said hey bring up whatever you want to cook up this heart you know yeah. and i'll cook it for you but bring up whatever you want because i got one for you well then my uncle shot one on friday so we had two uh so uh our friend he just he sliced it up real real thin you yeah. know um in the sort of like medallions uh we took a uh, pound of bacon and cooked it in a skillet in a deep skillet and then you just keep all that grease in there. You just dust the heart with a little bit of flour and throw it in there. Oh, I mean, it's it's good, so huh? oh, it's so good. I might have to try. So it. good. Yeah. I, know, I mean, it's like you're why why are you throwing away something right, you can eat? Right. Right. Yep. Actually, and and after I sent that text, I actually went back out 
two where I field dressed the buck and got the liver out of it because he wanted to make some pate out of liver. Ooh, I don't know about um, that. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, that's a little too much for me. The liver can stay in the, for the coyotes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I grabbed it for him. Uh, I told him if he still has some and he, when he sees me next time, like, I will try it, but I'll try it. I, I yeah. don't know that I'm going to like that. No, I'm not a huge fan of pate. I don't even know if I'd try it. I would try. I would try. I'm a, I mean, I teach culinary classes. I'll try it. You know, I'll, I'll give everything. A sh- I'll give everything two chances. But um, I, I can't foresee myself like that. Oof. But the heart. Next time. Next time I have one, I'll make it for you too. Okay. It's good. Yeah. I'll try to. I'll, if I shoot one, because I'm. I think I'm gonna. I think. I don't know. It's gonna be cold. It's gonna be like 20 degrees. It is. I might just wake up just to put a log on a fire and watch everybody go out of camp. <laughs> But if I'm feeling ambitious, I might, like, go for a doe in the morning. Yeah. And then, like, eight thirty nine 9 o'clock, get out of the tree and start trying to chase start some walking. turkey around. Yeah. yeah. I don't blame you if you just throw another log on the fire. Yeah. Yeah, you get one. Or a buddy, or someone else gets one. Doesn't I'll try to. I'm going to try to in rifle. I plan on shooting a doe in rifle. So do I. Yeah, that, so. that second Saturday now. Yeah. I plan on going. First Saturday, I'm going to sit with Pat. There you go. Uh, so, for opening day. and Yeah, because we um, can't hunt. And we, we can't hunt. hunt. So... Uh, that's now sec- what is now the second Saturday. Right. I'm going to go out and try to shoot a doe. Yeah. Opening day is always a good th- Opening day is a guarantee. Wake up and put a log on the fire and watch everybody go out. Because that's the <laughs> whole idea of being right. in the catbird right. seat. Right, exactly. You know? yeah. like well, can- for me, it's uh, that that means me and my uncle have to cook breakfast that morning. Okay. If you got an archery buck, you have to cook breakfast yeah. that morning. So we'll, we'll be up to cook breakfast. Yeah, and we don't then, have um, that rule. Pap, he, yeah. Pap, he, he cooks the breakfast. Yeah, no well, he, that's the way my, that's the way Pap was too. But he decided in archery after archery season, hey, we're we're done with that. Yeah, uh, you get you can cook, yeah. especially now he's a little slower getting ready these days. <laughs> that's true. Um, but so I'll probably go out and sit with Pap because what else am I going to do? Um, and my uncle will be going out to sit with his daughter, so we'll all be out there. But instead of five guys, five people hunting, or instead of, there'll be five people out there, but only three actually hunting. Yeah. So good. It'll still be fun. It always is. That it is. Wow, that was fun. I want to thank all of you who stuck around with us to the end of the episode. As I'm sure you noticed, we are both very happy with how our archery seasons ended. However, I don't want you to get the wrong idea about our excitement. Our joy comes from the culmination of hard work, coupled with some good eats that are ahead of us. Hunting creates a complex relationship between man and prey. We do not find joy in ending of an animal's life. Yet, killing is required for us to source the clean organic meat that we desire. While we hold deer, turkey, bear, and other game animals in very high regard, we also seek them as prey. That relationship is complicated, yes, but with our modern society, we feel it's the ideal way to return as close as we can to our ancestral roots. I, personally, am always open to discussing hunting within our American society. Just like everything else, we got good parts, we got bad parts. We have good people within our community. We have bad people within our community. If you want to talk with me, shoot me an email through our website, conservewild.org. I'm always open for these discussions. Again, our website is conservewild.org. Hit the Contact Us link, and you can send me an email directly. Talk to you next week.